0: Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me where I might find platform nine and three quarters? Nine and three quarters? Think you're being funny, do you? same every year. Packed with muggles, of course. Come on. Platform nine and three quarters this way. In 1830, in an attempt to improve the area, a statue of King George IV was unveiled at Battlebridge Crossroads, St Pancras in North London, the scene of where, according to legend, Boudica made her final stand against the Romans. The statue was poo-pooed far and wide and by the next decade had been removed. However, the new name for the area stuck, and when a railway station was built nearby between 1849 and 1852, it became known as King's Cross Station. I'm Danny Hurst, and as a child, among the great Christmas traditions of the Queen, the Wizard of Oz and Sherry Trifle was the family game of Monopoly. My sister and I rachmanesquely demanding rent off each other before our pieces had even touched the square owned by one another and inevitably getting into trouble as a result. This episode, we're going to visit the first of the public buildings on the London Monopoly board, probably the most famous railway station in Britain, King's Cross. There is a legend that Boudicca is buried beneath platform nine of King's Cross Station, hence the nine and three quarter connection. Presumably J.K. Rowling didn't just make up a random number. However because of Harry Potter and the films tourists are really disappointed when they see King's Cross Station. It's a bit like London Bridge. When people see Tower Bridge they think it's London Bridge but then they see the real London Bridge and go but but, but it can't be. It's rubbish. And it's the same when people see St. Pancras Station with its fabulous gothic revival architecture restored to its former glory after being empty and barely used for decades. And then they see King's Cross. Now on the London Underground it is indeed uh, King's Cross St Pancras. But overground on British Rail, the two stations are completely separate identities. So the question is, why were they built slap bang next to each other? Well, Although the area is actually really called St Pancras, or at least it was when King's Cross was built, King's Cross was actually the first station in the area. As this was an extremely industrial area at the time, it developed a bad reputation, hideously polluted and filthy, and this reputation actually lasted right up until the area was redeveloped in time for the London Olympics in 2012. It was famous for homelessness, prostitution, drug abuse and every cliché of urban decay you can imagine. Yeah, but why did they build St Pancras Station next door? Well, because one-upmanship and money prevailed over common sense. Back in the 19th century, railway companies were constantly trying to outdo one another in the bid to bring rail travel across the country. Lots of different companies were all private. It was not a nationalised industry, so different private companies operated different lines. Midland Railway had to rent platforms at King's Cross and Euston and as they expanded as a business decided to build their own station. Now we've already marvelled at its magnificence and its construction between 1866 and 1868 even involved an entire church being relocated to East London and the local cemetery being exhumed. According to Londonist, as to why the two stations were so close, it was a simple matter of land availability in a rapidly growing metropolis. The site chosen for St Pancras required a pretty brutal clearance process, but crucially, Midland Railway had a lot of help from the government. That almost certainly wouldn't have happened a century later when the railways were collectively under government control. Unquote. After it closed as a hotel in the 1930s, the St Pancras' Incorporated Midland Grand Hotel, as it was known, was used as office space before closing in the 1980s and standing empty for years, campaigners fighting desperately against its proposed demolition. Sadly, it's The biggest champion, the former poet laureate Sir John Betjeman, never lived to see it restored and reopened as the St Pancras Renaissance Hotel in 2011, just in time for the London Olympics the following year. The construction of King's Cross Station itself was begun in 1849, designed by the Cubitt brothers on the site of a smallpox hospital. It was based on Lewis Cubitt's double arch train shed design, and disp- despite Despite King's Cross's redevelopment during the early 21st century in the wake of the popularity of Harry Potter as well as the 2012 Olympics, it is still a brutal and ugly-looking building, particularly in contrast with St Pancras next door, hence its use in numerous dystopian post-World War II films. In May 1941 12 people were killed when two bombs hit the station destroying a large section of it. Continuing the bombing theme, in 1973 an IRA bomb injured six people, some seriously, and caused extensive damage to the booking hall. The neighbourhood continued to decline and by the late 20th century became notorious as we said, for or prostitution, homelessness, drug addiction, etc despite gentrification these issues have merely been swept under the carpet there are still homeless people begging at King's Cross and indeed all over the Monopoly board if it's your thing you can queue up at the mocked up platform 9 and 3 quarters to have your photo taken pushing a trolley that's disappearing through a wall with half a bird cage and a couple of trunks they'll put a Hogwarts scarf on you give you a wand and it's somebody's job to hold the end of the scarf to look as if it's flying behind you as they take the photo flash bang wallop, what a picture there is as well a harry potter shop next door In 1987, 31 people were killed at King's Cross in a terrible fire which was started by a discarded cigarette which fell beneath a wooden escalator, setting fire to the rubbish trapped under there. And in the aftermath, this led to smoking being banned right across the London Underground Network. So, £200 buys you King's Cross and indeed any of the other stations on the London Monopoly board. It is pretty unlikely for an individual to be able to buy an actual station, but any savvy Monopoly player knows that the stations are a cash cow, because the more you have, the higher the rent, and players are four times more likely to land on a station than any other square according to the Bank of England two hundred pounds in 1936 had the had the purchasing power that eleven thousand six hundred seventy eight pounds and 2p has today this would not buy you a station but it might be a deposit for a flat in zone three zone 4 perhaps with railway prices what they are it probably costs something like that for a peak time journey anyway. The rent with just King's Cross at £25 to... Day at the time of recording this podcast would cost you £1,459.75 with two stations at £50 in 1936's prices you are looking at paying £2,919.50 with £300 it is going to cost you £5,839 and a penny and with all four the 200 pounds rent as we've already heard the price of the station is 11678 pounds and 2p. I've been Danny Hurst. You have been listening to Unusual Histories, the Monopoly series. Next episode, we are going to look at the only square on the board other than the stations and the jail that is a building rather than an area or thoroughfare. The Angel Islington. Thank you so much for listening and may your particular God bless you.